Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. All the fan. Welcome back, 9 to noon, a message from Vikings wide receiver Adam Thielen. What's up, Vikings fans? I just wanted to say, uh, I guess you can't get rid of me yet. I'm super excited to be back in purple uh, to ultimately try to bring a championship to this city that so much deserves it. Uh, So excited about the leadership and everything that's being put in place in this organization. And uh, can't wait to get back to work and, and to really build on something special. That is the voice of Adam Thielen restructuring his contract helped clear some space for the Vikings. Chad Greenway joins. What's up, man? Uh, no Green PA. Spirits. No, no PA, PA today. No PA to talk over us. We can just do whatever we want today. Let's go. <laughs> we, can actually have, we can actually have an uninterrupted conversation. <laughs> I love it. Won't that be nice? Yes, it will. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, it will be great. Is he, is he on vacation? What, what yeah, going I, on? I, I don't know. And he might be listening right Nord? now. So it's all with love, of course. Oh, he's walking his cat or something. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Nardo, he's out next week and I'm out next week too. So Next uh, Friday? Next Friday. Not yeah. it. Oh, thanks right. for the heads up on yeah, that. I, well, I mentioned that. it at the Combine. No, but PA, never, no PA never would have told me. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known. I'm also I'm also maybe. out, by the way. And you're out too. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. right. They're all out. Good luck, Nord. Talk to me about uh, about Madden Greenway. Oh, now well, in the semifinals, right? Yeah, t- tonight at six o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we play Albany, who beat us last year in the state championship game. So oh, it's, a, it's a rematch. It's they're, oh. they're a great team, great yeah. community. It's a basketball community up there. So mm-hmm. it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be an awesome environment. Uh, Williams Arena is where the tournament is this year. Uh, Which is la- great. Last year it was at Target Center, and this is. Wouldn't you rather be in a yeah, basketball arena? I think everybody and the legendary yeah, raised floor and everything else. It's it's really cool environment. Just uh, obviously been over there. I was over there on th- uh, Wednesday in the opening round, mm-hmm. um, and uh, just it was just cool spot to be. And just, it's a it's a beautiful old building. It's uh it's fun. It's historic. Um, yeah, it's fun to see your kid out there uh, doing what she loves. It's it's enjoyable. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. It'll be a tough game, um, and you just want your kid to do well. That's all. Uh, Madden did well in the semifinal or the quarterfinals. Twenty one points. Yeah, she's she a team. She's okay. Yeah, they, not we, bad. we played okay. We played a, a good team. Montevideo came out. They mm-hmm. had a massive crowd. Um, you know, and you know how it is. And I grew up in a small town, uh, South Dakota. When you went to state tournament, yeah, I mean, big deal. you 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 uh, lock up the town and mm-hmm. everybody goes. And that's what these communities have done. And Albany will be the same way tonight. They have a massive crowd, and uh, that's what makes it so fun. Is uh, you know, it's just it's community based, school based stuff. It's so it's so awesome, and and that's what makes high school sports so good. I mean, that's what makes them the best. So uh, you see every game, though, every game that's played, right? There's a senior that's playing their last game, maybe yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and they're just lucky enough to be able to continue to play in the state tournament and have a chance to play at Williams Arena. And, and uh, yeah, be put on a, on a pretty cool stage. The revenge narrative is pretty great here, right? I mean, uh, you, know, you well, don't oftentimes get to, go, <laughs> you know, the next year play the team that beat you in the championship. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, Albany, you know, I, I'm pretty new to high school sports in Minnesota, but Albany, yeah. as I've you know done some research, they're a historically good basketball program. They're They're in it. 
a lot of times and, mm-hmm. and have won several titles. Um, so it's a, it's a, yeah. I mean, I guess you call it a revenge game. I'm not sure if it's, you know, it's not as uh, as revenge worthy as, you know, the Packers Vikings, maybe, or, or some of the <laughs> other, you know, it's not necessarily a rivalry, but yeah, when you get a chance to play the team that beat you out last year, it's, yeah. you want to, yeah. I mean, obviously you want to win. It's the state tournament. <laughs> It's a big deal. All right, so good luck to Madden. Thank you. Yeah, Against yeah. Albany, ner- semifinals. Nervous. I'm sure every parent that's, that's had a kid in the tournament or had a kid going, it's, I mean, you just you can't do anything but cheer and, and uh, hope they do as well as they can. I don't have a lot of firsthand experience except with my daughter's robotics team, which yeah. is... Not as dissimilar as you think, but yeah. you do, you know, but every you know, I think every parent well, they that's put a been lot of time and effort into it and it's a, a competition and you want yeah. them to do well, right? It's, you want exactly. them to perform. Correct, yes. And 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 do it all the right way, which is which is what you want for your kid. All right, so we'll watch Providence Academy tonight. Six yeah, o'clock. six PM. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, Adam Thielen just restructured his deal. Yeah, I saw that. I don't expect you to be a capologist I just learned that here. like five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, well by the that's way. it yeah. just went yeah. down in the last hour. Oh, it so, did. Okay, yeah, good. We don't don't expect you to uh to know all the details of those things. Uh, so now we've had a Kirk restructuring, yep. a Thielen restructuring, a Harrison Smith restructuring. The The common points here are these are all Im- good players yep. that you're not going to regret paying yep. money to later because you're pushing the you're just you're pushing the money forward years. Yeah. When you do this. Well, yeah, like you and you were just saying off air is like you you these are guys you want to have around. Right. You want Harrison yeah. Smith to retire a Viking. You want. Um, you For want sure. Thielen to retire a Viking. You want Kirk, you know, to at least mm-hmm. be around. You know, he's a solid, great player that can that can take us hopefully to the Super Bowl, right, and get us a dub. I mean, that's what we're believing in. These are guys that you aren't going to regret pushing that money down the right. road two or three years to say, oh, why did we do that? Now we owe him these dollars. This is a guy you want to have around. And I think, you know, as I was checking Thielen's tone on the video, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, well, was this a restructure or a pay cut or how this work out for him? And, you know, you, you got to put it in perspective. And again, I don't know the details. I don't know what would happen. But if you're Adam, you know, you also want to be here. I mean, he's a Minnesota kid. Right. He was, you know, he, he literally cut his teeth and got his opportunity here. He's blown up his opportunity and earned everything he's gotten. And uh, you Thielen, know, I, Thielen Foundation is very yep. big here, and you, you've got a charitable foundation. Yep. You know, you know, you understand that. Yeah, he's to the point where you want to control the end of your career. Yeah. and I'm not saying he he took a cut. I have no idea, but he wanted to control that. And if restructuring for the organization, and even if you mm-hmm. get those dollars later, like that's how you procure your ability to to call the end, call your shot. Not that he's at the end of his rope, but I mean, at the same time, you gotta you definitely have to be thinking about what's coming up next in the next few years. So. Um, and same thing with Harrison. You know, I know in Harrison's personality, I mean, he's obviously still playing at a high level, but I can picture him at some point before maybe we all think saying, you know what, I'm out. Because it's just kind of his personality. I can like, see that. He, he's, a, he's a very good player. He's, he's a potential Hall of Famer. He's a guy that has given everything to, to this team and organization when he's been here. But he's also the kind of, kind of personality he may just ghost to be like, I'm out. You know, training camp day one, be like, nah, I'm not doing it this year. I'm out. Harrison Smith's not going to be one of those players that finishes his last year in a Jets uniform to make an extra $4 million. Man, bucks. I hope not. You know, <laughs> it, no way it'll happen. That There's way, no way that'll it? happen. I think he, you know, same thing with the restructure he did. It's, it's to procure the end of your career. And I can tell you firsthand, uh, Jim Clients also is another one, right? Played all 13 here. Yeah. Is when you get to control the, you know, pro sports are so tough, so competitive, hard, mm-hmm. to, hard to make it, then hard to stay. Your life after the game, like where I'm at now, five, six years out, is that you, you really hang your hat on, on having that career that you say, you know what? I was fortunate enough to never get cut, played in the yeah. same team, and I did it my way the whole way, retired on my accord, and nobody at the end got to tell me or dictate the end of my career. It wasn't like, dude, 
hang them up. You're done. You're fired. <laughs> right, you're out. Right. It was like I got to decide that, and that was that. You know that stays with me. That you know you uh, you enjoy that moment. Maybe five percent of professional athletes get to control the entirety of their career. Yeah, you know, pretty rare. Almost everybody eventually gets cut, gets traded, whatever. Yep, you, you, but if you get to decide the amount, you know, the, if you agree to a contract, right, mm-hmm. you get to decide that you're going to stay in the place for a number of years. Harrison's done that now, and, and Adam's done that. And um, I hope that for our organization, because those are the kind of guys you want to have around. Yeah, that's, um, and, you know, you're not going to regret owing those guys more money down the road because yep. they're going to continue to play well. Thielen, I, and Harrison yeah. didn't do a video, right? Like, no, I don't think he so did. That's, that's, that's the least surprising thing because yeah, right. I guarantee you somebody texted him like, hey, you want to do a video? Like, coming back? He's like, no, shut up. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. Or he didn't respond. One of the two. <laughs> or he had no service because he was in the woods doing something. <laughs> that would be that'd be on brand. Potential, yes. Yeah, with his 12-year-old pickup truck. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Thielen's 31. So he's still got, you know, by yep. traditional wide receiver standards, he's still got a few good years left in him. Yeah. And he's a relatively low mileage for as good as he's been and as many balls as he's caught. Yeah, he stayed. Because he didn't start yep. right away. Yep. You know, he's, he's. What year is he in? He's in eight, uh, nine? He is, yeah, one, two, three, four. He's played eight years. My Lord, am I old. But he did not, you know, he wasn't a starter for yep. the first three, two and a half years of his career. Yeah, yep. He wasn't a regular starter. So. Yeah, you know what? 31 was when, you know, and linebacker and receiver are certainly different positions, and I'm not, you know, we're not the same person, but that was when I started to start to think about, like, I got to control the end of this thing. Mm-hmm. And you start to make decisions based off of that, and so does the organization, because they know how old you are, too. <laughs> right. I mean, they're, they're counting birthdays. They they know, yeah. and they see production, and they they know when the average, you know, receiver or linebacker starts to turn over the hill and go down the other direction, and they, they're aware of that. Yeah. And they don't want to overpay for that position, specifically when there's young guys, young, talented guys out there to go get. But now what Adam's done is he's an he's an elite red zone threat, red zone target. Mm-hmm. He's can he catches everything around him and he's really good on third down. So if you can do that, you can do that longer. He doesn't rely on being long speed guy, right? He's not right. running down the sideline throwing a hand up. He can do that. He, yeah. But that's not his game. Tell that tell that to the Saints. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, no, he can do it, <laughs> yeah, right? And he's done it, but yeah. but that's not what's gonna mm-hmm. that's not what's gonna let him survive the next four years. Getting open, short yardage, moving the chains. Scoring touchdowns. touchdowns. That's huge. And that that's everything. And I think that's what his game is going to be, especially when you have J.J. on the other side going deep, throwing his hand up like Moss. Thielen's got, uh, I believe, don't hold me to this, but I'm almost certain this is right. He's got the most touchdowns from inside the 10-yard line of okay. any receiver over it. the last two or three years. And that's getting area, that's getting open in a in a smaller yeah. in a telephone box, right? It I mean you you are getting open in absolutely in no space and in a shortened field in a time when an offensive coordinator's trying to make the right call to get a guy on a one-on-one situation or to find a gap and he's able to just get that little bit of, of separation and that's what separates him. Right, quite honestly from a lot yeah. of other guys. And I think he's he's obviously got a connection with Kirk yep. because especially inside the 10 you got to be on you so much have to be on the same page with your quarterback because there's no room for error as you're mentioning yep. it's such a tight space yep. you have to know exactly where the ball's going to be where the receiver's going to be yeah i think the, another thing is you have to run you know how he's creatively gets open right by just little bit of feints and looks inside and with his eyes and those little bit of movements those have to be practiced the exact same way. And yeah. that's where that kind of that unwritten or that on un, that silent sort of communication happens between quarterback and receiver. Because I know that Adam's going to look, maybe take a little bit of a half second longer to get open, but he's going to be there. Yeah. So I can throw that ball out there before he breaks when he's still looking inside. And I'm going to throw that ball outside to get this touchdown at the pylon. Like you got to trust each other. And that's massive. And it's, you, you don't just do that overnight.
You don't. Uh, so we're talking about uh, contract restructurings earlier in the show, and you probably didn't hear this, but that's fine. <laughs> um, we were talking about Daniil Hunter because there's yes. a lot of trade rumors around Daniil right now. He's owed $26 million this year. My Lord. He's played seven games in the last two years. Yeah. It seems like he fits all the criteria for somebody who should be able to restructure his deal. Yep. He's young enough that you want to keep him here. Yeah, he's he young. plays at a high level. How old is he? 26, yeah. I believe. Yeah, he's like right. just so hitting he's, his prime. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's just hitting yeah. his prime right now. But he's out and and man, we've paid him a lot of money for 2 years yep. without getting much of anything on the field. Mm-hmm. 7 games. That's it. That's and not know, even seven full games. You know, it's going to come down to who you know who's in his ear, right? And what kind of you know, Daniil is a great person, and he he. But at the same time, he doesn't owe them anything. At the end of the day, like that's a business, and the, the NFL, the team is going to do that to him as soon as they have an opportunity opportunity to do it. So, um, as much as I'd like to think that you know him and his his uh, representation is going to say, hey, let's take a look at this and restructure this deal and be you know team friendly based off the last couple of years. It's all going to depend on his representation and Daniil's, you know, mentality around it. And is Daniil yeah. going to look at him and be like, "Guys, let's. I want to be here. I want to prove that I can stay healthy. Let's make a deal. They can bring more players in. I still get a chance to earn my dollars, mm-hmm. and we do this the right way." I mean, it's possible to look at this thing both ways. It could it could easily teeter the wrong direction as well. Yeah, I just I I feel like I want to believe that he would Hunter would have a feeling like he owes the team a little something yeah. after collecting, as I look at it here, hey, hey, hey. $21 million <laughs> over the last two game, two years and yeah. only paying, only, you know, only playing seven games. Yeah. You, Three you million a game. Little, yeah, that's, that's not, not bad. bad. No, nah, I'd take yeah. that. Uh, you know, from a player's perspective, when I'm in the locker room and I'm that person, knowing that the NFL, that the Vikings are always going to come back and try to get rid of you when they can. <laughs> that part of me from the player side is as much as I'd like to think now as a fan, be like, dude, you need to eat some of these dollars and, yeah. and give something back to the team. I don't know that that's really the truth from a player's perspective because they're going to unload you as fast as they can. And everybody in the world knows that pass rushers, especially elite ones yeah. are really hard to come by and everybody wants them. So you know, to that point, is somebody even willing to sit in there and look at a trade with a guy who has played seven games mm-hmm. with those, with those numbers we're talking about? And or the Vikings going to be stuck with this thing. It'll be very interesting to see. With Adam Thielen restructuring, he's going to be. There was some talk that maybe he could even be cut. I yeah. mean, there, you know, just the contract and the you know the, the Vikings need for money. Well, those are decisions that have to be. Those are conversations that have to happen. Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's part it's of the just, business. It's just it's way it goes. Way, it is the way it goes. So he's going to stay here. When we come back with Devonta Adams out of the division, thank God. Uh, Where do you go? AFC Raiders. Raiders. Oh, goodbye. Them out of the That's division. It. I was about to say Oakland, L.A. I want I'm to off hear. Vegas. I'm over three. That's okay. <laughs> LA, you actually stop, move. stop moving. <laughs> stop moving. My lord, Steve, uh, stop moving. I want to get your thoughts on if the Vikings have the best offense in the division when we come back. Chad Greenway, right. great X. Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check. Don't forget to pack the five hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HE Travel at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HE Travel to save 20%. Experience.
This is Chris from Albany. Good luck, Greenway. You're going to need it tonight. Oh. Here we go. That's it. The trash talk's coming. Yeah, I, I'm going to save it from that game in high school. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, courtesy of KFN Talkback, by the way, all iHeartRadio app users have the ability to click a microphone, record uh, some trash talk, send it our way. Love it. Fantastic. Fun idea. Yeah. A little voice to the voice to the listeners. We like it. Fun until it's your eighth grade daughter uh, getting yeah, screamed at. Well, yeah, yeah, by grown people. No, no, I, that's yeah. a different that's a different animal. That so is, well, that's, that is. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's why I save it from that jargon. Uh, parents. Yeah. <laughs> Some, you, you do wonder. I'm don't sure you? it's all jokes. Uh you will be in uptown shortly, correct? Yes, Hennepin Lake Liquors, actually, so I appreciate mm-hmm. you bringing that up. We're at first round. Um, thankfully, I left before Iowa game started. The Iowa game started yesterday when, when Iowa continued to disappoint Jeez. America with the loss. Thanks, uh, thanks to my Hawks. Um, yeah, so it was awesome. First round in Mall of America. They took over that hard rock space in the right looking at Nickelodeon University at the Mall of America. Oh, yeah. Incredible new location. They have mm-hmm. a sweet menu and they have our stuff is all over their menus. It's incredible. So, uh, get in there if you want to try some great up if you're at the Mall of America. Um, uh, but today I am at Hennepin Lake Liquors in Uptown. Um, what, they brought in a bunch of our product. They're supporting us, and we're going to go over there and sign a bunch of bottles. Um, so if you're downtown in the uptown area, uh, come over and check it out. I'll be over there right after this. Should be fun. That should be fun. Yeah. Um, going uh, going into the break, we talked about Devontae Adams leaving the the NFC North, which is great. Yes, it's Fantastic. very good. So now, right now, the, the connection, as it stands today at this moment, would be Aaron Rodgers to Alan Lazard. Yep. You know, this yeah. is, you know, and it's Aaron Rodgers is obviously he's two time MVP. He's obviously awesome. Yep. But I think the balance, I think on balance, when you look at the totality of the offenses in the NFC North, I think the Vikings have the best offense. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting that you give Aaron Rodgers that, those dollars, and then you let the, the reason yeah. that, you know, one of the big reasons that he has a lot of success go. Um, you know, and obviously they, they believe in their young, their, their younger guys, Lazard and, uh, Saint something. Um, uh, yeah, they got the, Equinemius the St. Brown. Yep, yep. So, um, he, you know, he's a speed MBS guy. MBS is a, is a, as a free agent. We okay. don't know if he's going to be back or not. I, I just find it interesting. You spend those kind of dollars and then you, and then you unload the target. Yeah. That's, that's really kind of, he's leaned on these last three or four or five years, um, to ridiculous numbers and, and Adams deserves every penny he gets. Um, but how much is that attributed to play with Aaron Rodgers? We'll find out in a we year. We will find out. And to see how much, you know, Carr can, can Carr give him those same opportunities um, out in Vegas. So it'd be very interesting to see how it plays out. Um, to say that we have the best offense is just, I mean, it's just such a toss up. I mean, we have the best offensive personnel probably across, I mean, especially when you look Skill at the, the weapons we have, yeah. but not knowing what direction we're going to go, you know, you kind of have an idea based off of what we have. I mean, um, and what obviously the, 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 um, the systems O'Connell's been around, but personnel wise, how do you not pick us? I mean, I, I certainly do. Yeah. You've got Kirk Cousins, yep. Dalvin Cook, you've got Justin Jefferson, yep. Adam Thielen, TBD on tight end. You know, Irv Smith, we yep. you know, we expect we expect Irv Smith to be better. Uh, Tyler yeah. Conklin, by the way, getting like Yeah, three God, years, twenty one mil. Twenty one mil. I mean yes. God bless him for Good. getting the money. But I like geez, it. what what am I missing here? I, I like it though. I mean, I think that's a that's an opportunity that was taken and, and he cashed in on it, and that's what it's all about. I mean, at the same time, like this may elevate him. And give him that confidence to mm-hmm. go in and become, you know, a better player. Does money give you confidence? Absolutely. What? Yes, absolutely. All right. 
Either play, confidence playing or for the, playing for the Jets. I mean that that yeah. that, that kind of equals out, right? I mean, That's confidence. Yeah. But I do think that you get an opportunity, and then what he's done also in the run in the running game, I think mm-hmm. has helped him. It, although he wasn't I, wasn't perfect. I mean, but a tight end that's willing to kind of get in there and do those things are important yeah. right now. So I mean, it's just the way it is. Do you? I earlier in the show and as a player, yeah, you never hate on when guys get cash. No, it's 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 all good for everybody. It's right? all good for everybody. The yeah. more guys are getting paid, the better it is for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You just got you want you want guys to get big deals and and not get caught up in who's doing it. I, earlier I was suggesting long-term, the Vikings might be better off having Aaron Rodgers with this long contract that's still got five years left, because at the end of it, he's going to be very expensive and yeah. very old yep. by NFL quarterback standards. Really, you know, we'll take Tom Brady out of the equation for just a minute because he's such a freakishly, yes. you know, Old, talented yeah, I mean, guy. Uh, just, yeah. And Literally Rogers, breaking every rule. Yeah, and maybe Rodgers will too. We don't know. But at the end of the day, his last three years is a $41 million cap hit, a $59 million oh cap gosh. hit, and a $53 million cap hit at the end of his deal. So we don't know. It, it could be if this team can't adequately reload and help and put enough good parts around Aaron Rodgers – that if Rodgers' play goes down and there aren't a lot of great players to go with him, what that means for this organization, maybe you know, maybe at the end of the day, the Vikings will be better off having that in the division than the Packers finding a way to reload with a younger quarterback. Well, the you know the biggest thing with the Packers is are they are they able to build something around him, right? And I think that if you look back at them having you know thirty years of Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a row, plus. Yeah. Um, their biggest failure. I mean, again, they've won a couple Super Bowls in that mm-hmm. time, and they've had a lot of success. Been in the playoffs, NFC Championship games a ton of times, but they've never. They have, in my opinion, having that guy playing quarterback. I'm surprised they haven't played in way more Super Bowls. I think everybody oh, would probably sure. argue to say. Fans would agree. And what's the reason? The yeah. reason is is because it's it's lack of depth at O line because there's a couple injuries, or it's not having the personnel on defense to get it done in, in the playoff game, or it's losing the ability to run the football. Uh, in the playoffs, it's not building a roster around a super talented guy that costs a lot of money. With those, those, the, that, that didn't get any easier now, especially with Adams going away. So I think that only gets harder to prove they can build that roster around him that you can use Rogers' elite, ridiculous talent to go win Super Bowls. You know, yeah. and I, I, I think offensively, I like the position we're in, especially with Kirk restructuring the young talent we have. You know, obviously Jefferson, we got the you know back at the Brinks truck soon next year, right? Ish or the year after. To pay him, so we got to make sure we are planning for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but offensively, you like where we're at. You like to get Thielen back, right? I mean, uh, on a di- on a different deal. Yeah, we do. Uh, last thing, and then uh, just our clock. We have to we have to break. Okay. Uh, I talked to Harrison Phillips as you probably were driving. Yeah, I listened. I listened listen to that. Yeah, he Did seems hear, he seems great. He does seem like a great yes, guy, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, loved loved uh, his talking point on Quasi. That's I loved what his I exactly story. was yeah. going to bring up. Yeah, I, I to me um, that GM. Relationship with player, it is as, as, as Harrison put it. Um, it's a lot of people put on sort of a front, right? Because I'm I'm the front office, I'm the GM. Yeah. I can't become friendly or be passionate towards a player because you have to eventually fire that player. Right. You eventually have to have that hard conversation. Um, I thought Rick uh, Rick was okay at that, mm-hmm. but it seems like Quasi is going to be more personable, maybe. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested for him. How much is he going to be on the practice field? How much is he going to be interacting? How you know because he does have to have make make tough decisions. And how much will that change from training camp to post training camp when decisions have been made? And now he's you know they're in the season. Yeah. Um. I just really liked uh, how Harrison laid it out. Um. Really liked you know obviously when he wanted to be here, he wants to play for the Vikes, and 
you have a GM that's very personable that gets it and gets those relationships and how much you when you have a GM that's will come up to a player and say, hey, love having you here. We're so happy you're here. You're part of this team. You know, give him a hug because he's crying in the hallway. Right. I mean, I think that says a lot. Yeah, no doubt. It's it's it sounds like it's you know it's good to hear firsthand. Yes, somebody go that far out of his way to talk about how great it was working with Quasey during this process. Yeah, and the guy that that was at the press conference in Quasey isn't somebody different in the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. That's something we yeah. want to hear as as you know the part of your team. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, anything else, Great Duck wise? No, Hennepin Lake Liquors. I'm gonna head over there in the next little bit, so I'll be there in 20 minutes. Thanks for coming in. You Appreciate bet. Thanks. Uh, coming up next, we've got when is Thorin? Is he 11 o'clock? Thor's 11. Thor's 11 o'clock. We're going to talk, uh, do some deep dive draft stuff for not just the Vikings, but the, uh, the, the NFL draft as a whole as well. So we'll stay tuned for that. Pete Bursich coming up in the 11 o'clock hour as well. So we've still got a couple of different guests to talk to. PA's out today. Paul Cherichin in talk. The fan. This is Doug from White Bear. It's great to hear Church hosting 9 to noon. Civil Servant here. The Packers' last eight games minus Devontae Adams, they are 8-0. So they can win without him. Do I think they're better without him? Absolutely not. I envision them going to a more power running game, just move the chains type offense, not as many big plays. That's just my take. The talk back. KFAN talk back via the free iHeartRadio app. East Sider, he's a green and gold fan. He's not yeah, worried. It's a uh, power run. It, he might be right. Two good running backs for the Packers. So maybe they will maybe the they won't ask Aaron Rodgers to win as much with his arm. That could be that could be an X factor. Well, it's possible. I mean, if you look at that playoff game in a vacuum. Yeah. And Rodgers honed in so much. I think it was 11 targets for Devontae, 10 went to Jones. Yes. And maybe five or six targets elsewhere. Nobody else had more than two. That was a defining factor in that Mm -hmm. game and part of their downfall. Where when when everything got weird, Rodgers wasn't out there uh, with urgency. He wasn't out there. It it, it almost looked like, I got Nookie Blanky here. Everything's going to be okay. And now Rodgers shaking out of his comfort zone with no more Devontae Adams. I want to hit you with a few of these things here. Yeah, we've we've only touched on it. With all the chaos of the NFL in the last several days, we've only talked Vikings and Adams. That's it. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. In, in fairness, though, and Greenway was in here last segment. He's like, as a player, you want to see other players get cash. I mean, the numbers that these wide receivers are getting – is absolutely unbelievable. Market-changing numbers. 28.5 for Adams, uh, $20 million a year to, to Chris Godwin, all of those things. Uh, but covering the Devontae Adams deal, the Raiders are sending their first and second round picks to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Now, they might be interested in defense at some point, or they're looking for a wide receiver right out of the gates. They got four picks in the first 60. You're talking about the Packers, yeah. they uh, Now they've almost got to go wide receiver, although they burned, I think, a second rounder. At wide receiver, wasn't it Amari Rodgers? Right, Amari Rodgers, who just they can't even, they're not even return. on the field. Right, yeah. they need they need that guy to pay off. Well, breaking news, not free agency related. Michigan standout edge David Ojabo 
collapsed during his pro day this morning. Oh, no. Trying to figure out whether it's an ankle or a knee-related bit, but no, apparently geez. stunned in silence as he was helped off the field. Was it, don't tell me it was non-contact. That I don't know. I'm just following, All right, you know, Schefter, of course, dedicated Michigan alum and insider. Uh, he just said, an expected first-round pick next month, just got hurt. At Michigan's Pro Day, limped off the field with the help of trainers per source. I'm also seeing that it may have been an ankle or a knee. They are not currently sure. And that it was uh, it was very quiet the moment David, David Ojabo. Ojabo. Many people have him going to the Vikings That's at pick correct. 12. And if he doesn't go to the Vikings, if he were to go you know, before, he would affect who the Vikings would take. We don't want any. If you want the Vikings to go D-end, you don't want any D-ends. Go getting off the board because it, it just weakens that whole position and makes it harder for the Vikings to get the best guy. And from a pass rushing standpoint, after Aiden Hutchinson, a lot of people would look at Ojabo as being the next best option. And I forget there's another name out there that's totally on the tip of my tongue and I'm missing him. Uh, but there's another another guy in that mix as well. But you're right, the watering down or what you have are people that are scrambling potentially up to get that guy. Right. And it changes the market when one of your big timers it does. goes down. It might push uh, a guy like uh, Purdue's defensive end, George Carl Aftis. Carl Aftis? Carl Aftis? I think that's how you pronounce his Carl name. Aftis? Uh, Florida State defensive end, Jermaine Johnson. Those are all guys that may move up. Oh, yeah. That were in Minnesota the Vikings kid. ballpark. So, yeah, there's... We might see some action in uh, in those areas as well. We'll have, we'll have to track that a little bit as we try to learn a little bit more. Uh, give me your thoughts on this Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah. Where, as of now, it sounds like Carolina just notified they're out. They're not. And, they're and, not in. And two teams and, remain. And the two teams that remain are in Carolina's division. Absolutely. The and, Falcons and the Saints now vying for the affection and the ball-playing skills of one Deshaun Watson, who is still doing depositions and civil-related duties in relation to those lawsuits against him. Mm -hmm. No criminal charges, but certainly still not out of the woods in regard to that in totality. Uh, But he is picking between the Birds and the Saints. What do you think about those two squads and Deshaun? Well, it's been fascinating. First, I, I thought Matt Ryan might take this worse than apparently he is because he pushed back. A signing bonus date that they were he was supposed to get paid today. Yeah. He pushed it back to next Tuesday to give the team more time to consummate the deal on his replacement. <laughs> I, that's and shocking then trade to him. me. Yes, and then trade him away where he might go be the Colts or maybe he's the Panthers starter. Well, they won't trade him to the Panthers. They're in division. Uh, maybe the Colts starter. What about the Niners? As a possibility. I I don't think so. I mean, Niners just gave up three first-rounders for Trey Lance, and they still have Jimmy Garoppolo. What if he can't play, though? I think the Colts because would at be the... Because the... com- at the Combine, it was kind of steamy in regard to the fact mm-hmm. that not everything is rosy in relation to Trey Lance, the decision. We love the Bison, okay? We love right. 740, the fan up in Fargo. But there may have been some consternation yeah. in relation to giving up those picks and selecting Trey Lance. And after a year of work put in... I don't want to say that it's Kellen Mond-like in relation. He just can't play, don't want to see him. But there are some problems in that relationship. But, yeah, Mal- Could be. Matt Ryan seems like he's just like, all right. Matt Ryan. That's cool. I, I don't think he made the other the other really quarterback needy team. There are three teams that are in deep trouble at quarterback still at this point. Colts, right now, if they had to start somebody, the starting quarterback for the Colts, if they had to just go with what they got at this moment, would be Sam Ellinger. Oh, the Texas kid. 
It would be Sam Ellinger would be your starting quarterback for the Colts. <laughs> if Seattle had to play a game right now, Drew Locke Drew would Locke. be their starter. And if the Panthers had to play, they'd be back at Sam Darnold, who they benched repeatedly last year. Oh, my God. So those are your three awful. teams. And, but two See, of them this don't is make why sense. You, this is why you want to keep Kirk. This, this is why. You don't want to be that. You don't want to be one of those teams. No. Um, Sam Darnold, well, for the Panthers, they can't. Matt Ryan's not going to get traded in division, so they're out. And Seattle looks like they are just doing the meltdown that I thought they should do, yeah. where they're getting much, much younger. They're melting down the team and just restarting from scratch. Bringing in an aged veteran makes no sense for them. Colts, Colts are the only team that make any sense for Matt Ryan. It'll be interesting to see what they you can get for him. It won't be much. I think you. I think we'll be shocked at how little the Colts will have to pay to get Matt Ryan. But I think he's going to be a Colt when this thing's said and done. Well, how about this? How about Matt Ryan goes to Cleveland mm. because this whole thing and it includes yeah. Deshaun Watson. Now, clearly, if Matt Ryan was to go to Cleveland, the Browns would have to trade Baker Mayfield to a destination other than Atlanta, but. He's saying goodbye to the city of Cleveland as soon as you like. I think the owners and Andrew Barry, the GM, I, I think Kevin Stefanski as well. They all sat down, yeah, to meet the Sean Watson and Baker Mayfield's like, hey guys, uh, hello, you know, I'm hello. over here. Like, you, you guys are supposed to pay me like twenty million dollars next year. Like, I, I, I'm still under contract, right? Mm-hmm. So he writes the Sayonara letter in the in the newspaper and now has requested uh, that uh, that he be traded. But then I see this from Baker's agent. Uh, the Browns have informed us they are not, <laughs> not accommodating gonna, no, no. our request. We're not going to get traded. We're not trading him. You're going to play. Now, there's been a lot of talk that Baker Mayfield's turned out. For all the commercials and everything yeah. else, he's kind of a baby from the sound of things. And yes. he hasn't earned the right to be a prima donna yet. You know, go do something great first. Then go be the prima donna that many people believe Baker Mayfield is behind the scenes. So it sounds like now he's stuck having he's stuck having to play for the Browns, and the Browns are stuck having to have him as their quarterback. Maybe, maybe it'll end up being the best thing for Baker Mayfield to realize that you're not so great that your team's not ready to walk away from you. Maybe it'll be a reality check. Wow. And it'll it'll ultimately work out for him, Kevin Stefanski. He'll get to throw to Amari Cooper. That's the best that's the best wide receiver including OBJ. It's the best wide receiver he's ever had to throw to at the NFL level. I wonder do you think they like is it Hollywood Higgins? I forget what he's his gone. name Richard is. Richard Higgins is gone. Richard Higgins Jarvis is gone. Jarvis Landry gone, Austin Hooper gone. And they got well they do have Donovan uh Donovan Jones. Jones. They needed him last year and he didn't do anything. Mm. So Cooper's a big part of this. Man, they paid nothing to get Cooper. Nothing. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. I mean, yeah. but it, but they're still taking on what two three salary. years and like fifty million bucks. Mm-hmm. So they'll pay there. the uh, The pass rushing situation in the NFL, as we talk about the life of Daniil Hunter as a Viking or moving on. Do you have any interest in Zadarius Smith? So he spurned. The, yeah. So did he sign with Baltimore? Did he not sign with he Baltimore? He backed out of it. He backed out of it. And I think it was All a right. three-year, something like a thirty-five million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Now Zadarius Smith. I'm not saying Daniel Hunter couldn't operate in a three-four. I think that freak of nature could do He'd probably do anything. whatever he wants in yeah. any scheme. And we might be even overplaying the the concept in in that regard. But Zadarius Smith feasting on us 
for the last several years with the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And now potentially a free agent. The deal didn't work out with the Ravens. Any interest in Zadarius Smith if 99 problems goes elsewhere? Well, yeah. I mean, if we if we can afford him and Hunter's not here, hell yeah, I'm interested. He's operated in a 3-4. Uh, elite edge rusher. Who wouldn't be interested? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if we could work that out. But I don't know. I don't know enough about the contract he would likely get and what kind of ramifications there would be if we move on Daniil Hunter. Yeah, that's that's a difficult that's a, thing. It's a big question mark. Again, I keep trying to figure it out. We can restructure that deal without Daniil saying anything. Mm-hmm. So if we're not doing that, that might tell you something in terms of what they're trying to do, how they feel about the situation with Daniil. Uh, staying in the pass rushing realm, uh, last thing I got for you before we get to Thor next segment. Yeah. Uh, Von Miller at age 32. Again, talking about the cash and players loving to see players get paid. What a crazy contract. Six-year deal, $120 million, 51 guaranteed, 45 of it he's going to get right away. 32 Unreal. years old. 100, 115 career sacks. Of course, he just got his second ring with the Rams, but now he's with the Bills trying to get that defense over the top at Arrowhead in the playoffs this next year. Von a of, Miller. A lot of us thought he'd go back to Denver. And when Russell Wilson came back, they're like, okay, Denver's Denver's going to have done, and George Payton has done this brilliantly. They got first-rounder, second-rounder for Von Miller on a loan for half a season. Yeah. And then they're going to bring him back because he was loved there. And, you know, he's, he's always going to be a Bronco he even in the said, minds of many. He even said to the L.A. media after he got traded, he said, if it was up to me, I would still be a Bronco. Right. But I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And, and he got a ring and out and of it. it worked out. Uh, so a little surprised that he ended up with the Bills, but the deal, there's no way the Broncos and George Payton were going to give him this deal. No, it's preposterous it? money. Now, I'm sure he won't play out six years of this contract at 33 years old, but man, yeah, the last thing you want to do is invest in a, a big money in a 33-year-old D-end. I don't, I don't understand that signing for the Bills. Do you remember, so 2020, the cap went down. Right? Yeah. And it, yeah, it was because, because of, of COVID pan, yeah, and, and everything like that, and everything got weird. But it was kind of the idea that, okay, we get through 2021, uh, uh, 2020, and then the cap's going to explode. And it went up, but it didn't explode. But well, the explosion's coming. But we'll see, that's the thing. And that's when I'm looking at these deals where, whether it's voidable years, I mean, you mentioned the cap situation with Rodgers. Uh, there's no chance that he plays for the next five seasons there with those cap hits. But. They still will Maybe. owe him at least $20 million in those seasons, even if he's not playing. Mm-hmm. And so the way that they are structuring some of these deals, they're betting massive on a 220, 230 cap, uh, $30 million salary cap within the next couple of years. So yeah. best of luck. But I mean, six year contract for Von Miller, who that's, that's insanity no, from my no, perspective. No, that's not good. But I'd love to have him on his on our team. Yeah, no, well, no, I, for I two would have years. now for three years. Yeah, maybe. I don't let's, know. Let's I, keep Daniel. I'd like to get young at that position. Uh, let's take a break, Nordo. When we come back, Thor Nystrom covers the NFL draft for NBC Sports. We'll talk to Thor, a Minnesota native. When we return, bunch of draft stuff. Some of it Vikings, some of it not Vikings, and plenty to get to in moments.